You know, I really wish I opened that course of duck now that I'm drinking. Indeed. Truly not the only drinking mistake I'll make in the next 72 hours. Indeed. As I recall, last time you went to Atlantic City on your honey or your uh, anniversary trip, you ended up just naked in bed, surrounded by toasted coconuts. Yeah. Which, the start of that sounded good, but then... I mean, actually, the whole thing just sounded good. Howdy, it's Thursday, January 2nd, 2020, and this is episode 115 of Do For A Win, the Atlantic City and Casino Biz Podcast. I'm Kyle Askin, joined, as always, by Craig Stone. What's good, Craig? First of all, we actually said 2020, so that's good. But also, 24 hours from now, I should be in Atlantic City. That does sound good. Starting the year off right after only making two trips in 2019. Did you not do an anniversary trip last year? No, it fell through. We had it all planned, and then our babysitting. Oh, yes, that is correct. I do remember that now. Yep. I think we'll do better this year. So 2015, I think the only piece of news important to you all is that a new plucky podcast called Do For A Win launched. Uh, My son had just turned one month old, so it seemed like the perfect time to launch a podcast. You needed more things in your life, just more things to do. Yeah, I don't know. I think that's, that's of course, the only news that matters in Atlantic City in 2015, right? First episode, November 22nd. Is that when we recorded it or when we re- released it? Released it. I mm-hmm. think it was recorded like a week or more before that. My question is, once we're done with 2015, because, you know, much of 2015 we did not cover with the fine-tooth comb that we used to cover the Atlantic City landscape. Mm-hmm. Starting with 2016, is there really a reason to go back and look at 2016 when everyone can just go back and listen to our back catalog of fantastically engaging episodes? I don't hate our listeners, so I think we should probably do the uh, summary, but I guess you do, so we can have a talk about it. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) We can keep going for three more episodes. Yeah, three more episodes, that's it. We could do 2019. No, four more episodes, sir. 16, 17, 18, 19. All right. So before the podcast launched, Caesars filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy in January of 2015. So that's good. We talked about a couple other casinos a few years prior to this that filed for Chapter 11 and didn't make it out of that. So Caesars has that going for them that they did and continue to exist. Yeah, just that was prime shell game time for CET. So I I don't know. Yeah, I don't have too much. Oh yeah, I forgot about all that. They started. Oh, you forgot. You forgot about how they made three companies out of their one company and put one of the companies put all their good assets in it, and the other two just got pure shit. Yeah, it's never. It's something I never really think about. Actually, really, it was like two companies were like fine, and one company got all of the absolute garbage, like the Atlantic City Boardwalk properties. Ah, <laughs> <Aww>, that's sad. <laughs> Uh, so, also, well, Glenn Straub and Bart Blatstein brought New Hope to Atlantic City, and we all know that that turned out fabulously, and all our hopes were well-founded. Yeah, so Straub br- bought the Revel for $82 million in January. Uh, I uh-huh. think I think his commitment was actually a little more, because he had to pay something up front. Indeed, and and he had to, uh, he installed the ropes course and then took it out. <laughs> True. Yes. <laughs> that costs money. And then... <laughs> that ain't free. Bart Blatstein, still hanging around in Atlantic City. Yeah, allegedly. 
changed the pier shops to the playground pier. That change officially happened on June 26th. I know. And we got uh, just amazing experiences there. Yeah. <laughs> Largest champagne pop of in, in history or whatever. Wave nightclub, which it just dawned on me. Haven is now the wave at Golden Nugget. But Perhaps I think they're like, this is Bart Blatstein's best idea. Yeah. Except it was WAV, right? At the, at mm-hmm. the playground. T Street, all of those things uh, did not do well, did not last long. Um, so that's your 2015 experience, and we're still sort of living in the whatever hellscape that has been created from the 2014 fallout and mm-hmm. what that's led to with Glenn Stroud and Bart Blatstein. Probably a little harsh to call it a hellscape, Kyle. Was it, though? I don't know. The playground's pretty sad. There are like 10 stores <laughs> left in the playground now. It's bad. What about 1915? All right. So uh, on March 15th, 1915, Frank Fairburn and S.W. Redmond started picking up riders as the first jitney drivers. Within a few months, there were nearly 500 different vehicles operating as jitneys on city streets. And uh, that's from a Press of Atlantic City article marking the 100th anniversary. Uh, and you claim jitney is old-timey slang for a nickel, which was the cost of a ride. I'd never heard that before. I saw that on the Atlantic City Experience website, which is what I used to find all this information. Uh, so I've never heard of a nickel referred to as a jitney, but now I will only call nickels jitneys. You should, you should just start calling all the red chips at the casino jitneys. Oh, I should. Oh man. I'm going to. <laughs> let me know how that works out for yeah. you. Right, I'm can I please at, have some jitneys? Yeah, I'm going to be at the pie gap poker table and be like, excuse me, can I change in some of these green chips for some jitneys? And they'll be like, sir. <laughs> you have to leave. We don't have $2.75 on us for your Jitney fare. <laughs> All right. Do you have any follow-ups from last episode? So we got some feedback on my top five slots, which I admitted were terrible choices. I just want to put that out there. Uh, but I got constructive feedback, so that's good. People did not say, do you even like slots, bro? They said, hey, here's some good slots you should try. So Vinny from 7out reached out and said... We need to expand Craig's slot selection. Some of my current faves, Zeus Unleashed, so much better than Zeus, Locket Link, Firelink, Seinfeld, Lord of the Rings, Wizard of Oz, Goonies, 007, and of course, Heidi. He said, I'm sadly addicted when it comes to Heidi. Uh, also, the important update that Skee-Ball is at Ocean. My favorite slot of all time is still hanging at around. The- property that you're going to be at in 24 hours oh man i'm going to play so much ski ball after my wife goes to bed you have no idea i say that i'm going to lose my first 20 bucks in like three minutes and be like ski ball sucks i always hated this game because that's how slots work for me you have never lost 20 dollars in a slot machine in three minutes mm, yeah probably not because Min i do betting, 40 cents waiting spins. like 45 seconds between spins and i wonder why i don't get comped rooms <laughs> Uh, Jim H. also emailed to say that there are two Seal the Deal machines at the Borgata. I thought there was only one. I only knew about the one near the Wolfgang Puck. He says there's another one near the table games outside of the B-Bar. He also said there are two Seal the Deal machines at the Golden Nugget by the cashier. So Seal the Deal alive and well. Long live the seal. Ar 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 ar. Yes. <laughs> so good. Unfortunately, I won't, probably won't make it to the marina, so I won't be doing any seal, sealing of the deals. <laughs> uh, or dealing of the seals, but it's good to know that it's still around. Indeed, I know that'll help you sleep well at night, knowing that you're not too far away from a machine. 
You can murder the damn lumberjack beavers, but nothing can kill the seal from Seal the Deal. May he bark on forever. <laughs> Other sort of randomness. Nick M. sent me a screen grab just today or yesterday of a placeholder on Bally's dining page that says, Brooklyn test page. An enticing dining experience. Test, test, test. Listed as an upscale restaurant with a broken image uh, that has an image tag saying Beer Park French Toast. So I don't know if that's just, you know, a design test thing and they messed up by making that public, like taking it out of its hidden tags, or if it's a placeholder for a future restaurant called Brooklyn. It's probably just a placeholder that it doesn't sound like a real thing. It would be kind of odd to have a restaurant called Brooklyn, but Bally's does odd things. And also, I don't know where they'd put an upscale restaurant. The space that they have is the old Crafty Crab. They could put it upstairs on the beautiful sixth floor promenade. That's true. With the just amazing escalator heading up there from the floor. That used to have flowers and now just has sadness. <laughs> I think they should rename the Crafty Crab the Krusty Crab, which I think is what you call it anyway. Yes, it is. And just have it be a themed place for when the SpongeBob movie opens up. They'll be like, all the SpongeBob fans, please come to the Crafty Crab. Yeah. The Krusty Crab. <laughs> yes, the Krusty Crab. <laughs> right down the boardwalk from the Jungle Grill. Indeed. Still in business, by the way. It is. I can't believe it. It's unfathomable that anything in the Trump Plaza could be open, but yeah. here we are. Landry's restaurants just keep on kicking. <laughs> so do you have any uh, Atlantic City or uh, gambling-related New Year's resolutions? I know a couple other shows did that. So, uh, I, I mean, My biggest one is to make it to Atlantic City more than twice, which I'm off to a good start by making it on the third day of the year. Yeah, I think uh, I think we'll be able to do that. I'm, I, I'm serious about doing a three-night trip this year. It's going to happen. Nights. I still can't believe it. I mean, I... I I believe that you will be able to do it. I definitely oh, no. will be able to do it. Well, you, you can't because of your situation. You could never do that, right? No, unless... In the summer, like maybe. Summer, but, yeah, but yeah. that would be really expensive. Yes. Three night midweek, then it would be free. So last year we only made it two times. We said we thought we would make it four and then revised that down to three and still couldn't do either of those things. How many times do you think we'll make it this year in 2020? You or me. Oh, I guess, yeah, the good chance You're out I'll to an early an lead. Ex an extra time, possibly. We'll make it four. We'll both make it four. Okay. I, I, I'm optimistic about even Lock potentially a fifth. That's that's probably it's a little bold. much. That's, it's bold. That's a lot. But we'll we'll both make it four. Um, so, I mean, one thing I think I mentioned when we talked about it before, but, like, I think our actual, like, nights at casinos were about normal for us. It's just that I had four nights in Vegas and you had whatever, seven nights in Seven nights in Macau. Macau. So yeah. I don't think it was that far off from... You maybe even had more nights than you normally would have in I had, I had an above average number of nights doing the sort of thing last year, for sure. But those nights don't help the podcast. Actually, it's probably not right. It's probably about the same. Because I don't think Hong Kong really counts as gambling nights. Though I did go to the horse track. So do you have any do you have any resolutions though for this year? Is there anything that you're trying to do? Are you trying to cut way back on your gambling? I know someone I know you as someone who really thinks about that a lot. Yes. You know me. <laughs> Just crying over all of my lost commissions in Pico. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. My 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 resolution is to pay more commission in Pygo this year. You have everything in a big spreadsheet, and you're thinking, how can I maximize my fun per dollar? Indeed. By playing exactly the right games that I want to play. <laughs> by going to a slot machine, hitting the min button every 90 seconds on the dot. So fun. I want to wander around more. I feel like I played too much yeah. of the, my percentage of time in the casino. I was actually playing. I want <laughs> to wander more and play less. Seriously, though, do you have anything that you're trying to, hoping to do this year? I mean, you said three-night trip. That's a pretty big goal, I would say. I think I think I can do it. Anything gambling-related? Do you want to try new stuff? Like what? So for me, I mean, I want to, like, actually find some fun slots rather than just wandering and still ending up playing stuff that i don't find all that fun uh so that's one thing you should probably not play slots wait what who said that that's certainly an argument there's certainly an argument that i should play table games yeah way less slots and and more table games and for a long time it was definitely the case that i would lose like a little bit at tables and then my machine loss was like you know 80 percent of my loss for a trip it's like, mm-hmm. oh, if I just didn't play machines on this trip, I'd be way better off. Except that obviously ignores that if I wasn't playing machines, I would be risking much more money at tables. <laughs> and it would flip that thing on its head. Or just be wandering more, which, as I've said, is my goal. I want to try more non-casino restaurants, which I think we did a pretty good job of, but we only made it twice this year. Well, I, I guess to to talk about that, like, I don't really have too much else you know, I mean, I don't think about the world really in that way. So, like, you're not going to get a lot out of me. But uh, <laughs> it's so true. You, you realize this is like this is not how you operate. Like, yeah, it's just not how I interact with. I put this the in the agenda, just like knowing that you would have nothing, and I still, <laughs> and I was like, I'm, I'm running with it. Uh, yeah, I thought three night trip was good. It is good. I like that. That's a good goal. What more can you ask for? But is there, you know, you don't have, you're not dying to try all the best restaurants you don't see all the lists of all the best restaurants in new jersey or whatever and you're like i'm gonna go to all of these i will gamble somewhere that's not on the east coast this year how about that oh that's a good one too i definitely will not i would say i almost certainly will not the the long shot is that i like make it up to connecticut or springfield or something and go to one of those casinos and those technically still, east coast but i would uh, I'd decidedly lie. east coast yeah, well, well, I'll say I'll gamble somewhere not in the states of New Jersey, Delaware, Maryland, Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania West yeah. Virginia. See, for me, though, like going up to Connecticut, that's the same distance as you going to even like Atlantic City. So, yeah, probably <laughs> probably doesn't really count anymore that right. it counts for you going to, I don't know, Pennsylvania or something. Yeah. So speaking of uh, you know, seeing more restaurants outside of the casino, what are your uh, plans for this upcoming weekend? Let's talk about it. So. Getting in late tomorrow. Uh, I'm staying at Ocean both nights. Now comped. So I had Friday night comped and I was paying 170 bucks for Saturday. And then I got an email saying, bonus night. A night that you're already booked for. And I was like, oh, okay. It does seem like an error in the system. It just cost themselves $170, but sure. Yeah. So I mean, total rewards, you know, the like rate calendar will change to give you a comped room if you've already. Which also paid. seems like a bug in the system. Once you've locked in a, a room, they should just shut it down on those nights <laughs> yeah so you can call and say hey change it and i was a little worried that you know ocean being run as ocean is run that they would say like what you have a room booked like you can't use a comp now that you've booked a room to which i would have said okay then i will cancel my reservation <laughs> now would you have new reservation uh so then no they just said okay we'll update the, that for you 
very easy. And, you know, the hardest part was getting somebody on the phone because every time I called it, it was like more than 10 minute wait. Yeah, it's, which it's is awful. Ocean it's, it's truly ocean. abysmal. And it's like open for like four hours a day as far as I can tell. Uh, but the cool thing is I, this might be the highest, like very tangible value comp I've ever gotten because I know I was willing and had booked a hundred and ninety something dollar room with taxes and fees for a night. And now that room is just the resort fee. Nice. Yeah. Good so, job. Uh, so that's good. Happy about and now that. You'll be prepared for the punitive rates after this weekend. Oh yeah. They're going to be, they're going to be rough. Because I don't think I'll be doing a ton of gambling, but we're yes. gonna we're gonna get in late. Probably you know grab a drink somewhere, maybe dessert, yes. maybe an appetizer. Who knows? Who knows what's even still open? So part of the problem at Ocean is that like everything closes at eleven. Does it is like a small town? It's yeah. just like if you're looking for something after eight, you're gonna have a bad time. But just just so our listeners know, our new listeners, the punitive rates are Craig has had a uh, long experience of booking a comp room for his uh, anniversary trip at a CET property. And then usually after you're done with that trip, you, your rates in the CET calendar are higher than the publicly available rates. Yeah, it's great. Like I log in, I see the rates. I was like, these seem really high. And you log out and the calendar is cheaper <laughs> across the board. It's really amazing. It's especially true if there's like a, a sale or something, like whatever this constant sales they're running on room rates. But. Uh, that is the official definition of punitive rates, not just increasing your rates. Like if you're yes. getting just the public rate, which I got for a very long time at Borgata, that's not the same. The punitive rates are when your rate is more expensive than yes. the publicly available rate. I mean, there were definitely times at resorts where they were just running some special where like anyone could book a deal where it was like 49 bucks midweek and they'd give you $25 in slot play and $25 dining credit. And it was like better than free. And, like, I couldn't book just a room for $49 on my card. So it's like, yes. that seemed sort of like the punitive rates, but not really as officially as this. Uh, so that's what I have to look forward to. Uh, as far as this trip is concerned, my my work toward earning the punitive rates, I'll probably hang out and gamble after my wife goes to bed. She, The thing that she is looking forward to the most, being away from the kids, is just, like, sleeping. So I should do that. But when the casino is there, I'm going to go play Seal the Deal and whatever terrible slots, Buffalo Gold Collection. Definitely not any of the slots that Vinny Jens suggested, even though I will have a list of them ready to look for. Because <laughs> um, you know me and I'm just a creature of habit. And even though I said I really did not like the video poker bar at the William Hill Sportsbook last time I went, I'll probably still spend a lot of time at the video poker bar at the William Hill Sportsbook. Since I'm not going to, you know, walk down the boardwalk to Hard Rock that actually has a good video poker bar. Uh, so, Saturday, wake up, probably go to Harper's in Ocean for breakfast. This is another Vinny Chen's recommendation from his show. Uh, gets pretty mixed reviews on Yelp, but uh, I don't know. The stuff he talked about, the, the food he talked about a few episodes ago on his show sounded pretty good to me. So, we're going to do that. Then we are going to the Exhale Spa at Ocean where I will just hang out and wander around in like the steam room or whatever. My wife's going to get a massage, probably get a late lunch there. Then we have Cafe 2825 for an early dinner. There you so go. So we were able to get reservations. Their system did it. does not make it easy. And if you're looking for reservations at Cafe 2825, they're like, there's conflicting information. Their website says you have to call and leave a message. And you call and it's like, oh, we only accept reservations between this four-hour period 
Tuesday through Saturday, and you have to talk to a real person. There is no messaging system. So don't believe what the website says. Uh, but we were able to get a reservation on the deadest weekend of the year in Atlantic City. Good job. Uh, so I'm excited for that because that gets extremely, extremely good reviews. And then we'll probably just head back to Ocean for gambling drinks dessert after mm-hmm. that. Sunday, no real plans except we are going to do some outlet shopping before heading back and getting our kids and getting back to the real world. Maybe Wingcraft for lunch if we're not so overstuffed from everything else, but... I think that seems like a pretty good plan that doesn't involve very much gambling at all. Are you sorely disappointed in my selection of items here? Probably. A lot of this doesn't sound like stuff that you would like. Spa, Italian food, lack of gambling. Yeah. Outlet shopping. This is a a Kyle nightmare trip. (laughs) It's not how I would spend my time in Atlantic City. Let's put it that way. That is definitely true. Luckily, you're not going to be there. That's right. That you know of. Although, really, even if you were there... If this was my plan, you would just go do something else and you'd be totally fine. Yep. What are the, what do you think the odds are that I set foot in any casino that is not ocean during this trip? Pretty low. Like you and Andrew aren't going to be like, yeah, let's go to resorts or whatever. Right. I was thinking like, well, there's, you know, we could go to brunch at Capriccio on Sunday. We could go over to Hard Rock or whatever, like Hard Rock at night and go gamble. But it's supposed to rain. Yeah. Both, the weather's supposed to be nights. horrible this weekend, right? <laughs> yeah. It's supposed to rain both nights and then Sunday it's supposed to be windy and cold. Uh, so I doubt we're really going to be like eager to leave ocean oceans like very nice, obviously. So we'll probably just mostly want to hang out there. Uh, so I don't, yeah, I, I think there's a very good chance that I do a one casino trip, which I don't think I've ever done. I don't think I've ever just gone to Atlantic city, especially two nights. Like that seems insane. Yeah. I don't, I certainly haven't done it. Now I'm sort of sad that I'm thinking about the prospect of that. Maybe I'm going to have to like run down the boardwalk and go to hard rock and walk through the walkway to to resorts just to say i think it's it would be more likely that you guys would go to resorts than hard rock if i just had to guess i think the likelihood is that i solo drunkenly decide i need to be playing at hard rock center bar (laughs) at like 2 30 in the morning and end up on the boardwalk in the rain (laughs) like that seems not completely out of the room and end up back in bed just surrounded in toasted coconut donuts after going to resorts just wet yeah gross (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then, yeah, walk through the walk indoor walkway, go get co- toasted coconut donuts, <laughs> stumble back, try to get into some room in, in Hard Rock, like my previous room from last <laughs> time I stayed. Another thing, didn't manage to use my Diamond Celebration dinner in, in Baltimore over Christmas, which I was hoping to, because the GDL restaurant, Giada de, La- de Laurentiis restaurant, was closed the day we were going to go. So I still have a Diamond Celebration dinner, but I I don't think there's any place that really interests me enough to use it that's also not way out of the way or, you know, Gordon Ramsay steak, really expensive. So I don't th- I think we're just not going to use it. It seems like a huge waste. It does seem like a big waste. I'd go to Nero one night or something if I were you, but, or like maybe try to head out to the marina and do Veracruz if that's even still open. So we're, we only have the one dinner really, because we're going to get in really late. So the the options are really like, you know, lunch yeah, somewhere. Lunch like quad. You could do lunch somewhere. Or go to Nero's brunch on Sunday. Uh-huh. Which I know Ed says, th- at least at one time, thought was the best bang for your buck for the $100 celebration dinner. Yeah, you should do it. So, I mean, if you're going to go outlet shopping, you'll be right there anyway. Yeah, that's a good point. Maybe I'll look into it. There's no reason not to use it. It's a free $100. It's true. Also, I told you, you should have just gone to uh, Guy Fieri's in Baltimore if GDL was closed. It's perfectly acceptable. Uh, we ended up at, I don't even remember. Kabu. Some, somewhere in Maryland. Oh, yeah. Yes. 
How, how was it? Was it everything I led you to believe? It was completely acceptable. <laughs> That's what I put, and incredibly cheap, right? Yeah, I mean, it was reasonable. It wasn't, like, so, so cheap. The drinks, oh. I was like, I don't understand how you can charge this, because I'm used to, you know, New York City area prices, so. Did you not go during happy hour? No. Because at happy hour, it's it's shocking how inexpensive it is. But it's super mediocre. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the drinks did not seem all that good. Anyways, uh, so it, it's weird because I don't, normally I've got a big list of must-do stuff, right, for an Atlantic City trip. And especially a two-night trip, you'd think I'd have all this stuff that I want to do. And I really don't have that much stuff other than, you know, what I've outlined of sort of breakfast, spa, dinner reservations, outlets. It's pretty much it. It's the plan. No must-dos. I wanted to hang out by the fire pits, but the weather's supposed to suck. So that's not really an option at Ocean. Uh, Paul, my brother, suggested the 1927 Speakeasy because they have better drinks than just about anywhere else at Ocean after the main restaurants close. Isn't that where he went deaf or whatever? <laughs> so that was incredibly loud, but that was the lounge part outside uh, of the Speakeasy. So the Speakeasy is where they have like the burlesque show, and apparently there's a separate bar in there that has good a good cocktail list. And one of the main problems with Ocean is that since all the restaurants close at 11, which is not that uncommon, I mean, it's a lot of restaurants and casinos close at 11, but then most casinos also have places where you can get drinks yeah. that are like decent bars and not just, you know, the casino bar. Noodle bars are usually open until super, super late for the most part, But right? do the noodle bars have decent drinks? I don't know. Probably. Nope. <laughs> not if you're going to be a cocktail snob. Yeah, that's super fair. I mean, for me, you know that I just want, like, a Coors Light or whatever, and I'll be happy. Miller Light, Really, Miller Light's better, but... Well, so what I'm interested to see about, if I just go into the William Hill Sportsbook Video Poker Bar thinking, I'm just going to drink Coors Light and not try to get a decent drink, well, I have a much, much better time, because I'm not, like, being disappointed by the drink as I play, you know, crappy video poker next to a prostitute. Only one way to find out. Sounds like a great way to spend your anniversary trip. <laughs> Hey, honey, I met this prostitute. She's here now. Uh, <laughs> That'll go, go over great. She wants all her money. <laughs> oh, gosh. So, I think that's it. What are the odds that we end up getting that size of your head ice cream sandwich? Uh, I would hope pretty high because it was pretty delicious. It was really good. My wife also loves ice cream. I, Seems yes. like very high to me. I wonder how good. late those things are open. Probably like 5 p.m. I know, right? They probably, yeah, it probably closes at like 6. Ah, <laughs> oh, jeez. I need to go to, I need to go to the Rocket Fizz. I have like Villain and Saint marked down as seems like a cool place to hang out. I don't know. We'll see what happens. It's very ocean focused, this trip. Any other thoughts on my trip? Serial Town. Gonna check that out, of course. Oh, Serial Town. <laughs> you missed your opportunity. Yeah. I mean, once I actually saw what it was, I wasn't excited about it. Prince of Monaco cereal. That's what they needed. Where's like the gold encrusted Lucky Charms <laughs> poured by Salt Bay himself? All right. Well, if you want to reach out to us or any of our listeners, you can do so at a Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash do for a win. Find all of our wonderful and amazing content at do for where you can also buy a shirt. Uh, you can find our podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn Radio, Spotify. Uh, reach out to Craig at do for a win on Twitter or me at Kyle Askin and send Craig questions to do for a win at gmail.com. Any last words? If you hear this in the like eight minutes between when I post it and when I leave for Atlantic City and you have some suggestion of a must-do thing that I'm not thinking of, let me know. Yeah. At Ocean. Because I feel like I don't know Ocean as well as I know other properties. 
The other thing is, if you are going to be in town very, very late at night, wandering aimlessly like I am, let me know. Find me. Probably be at Ocean Plain Video Poker Slots. Next to a prostitute. <laughs> yeah. I ran into Bob I that way. I think yeah. uh, one anniversary trip worked out. Yeah. Should we right. try to do a trip recap in next week or a couple weeks? Uh, it's it's up to you. We can do next week. It sounds sounds fine. Do a recap. I mean, we've got to get in our best of 2019 episode too sometime in January. Do we? It is tradition. <laughs> our two trips. It's like our best meal was Bill's Gyrus. I mean, that sounds right. <laughs> <laughs> done. Best of done. This was actually the best of it. <laughs> our cheapest meal was probably a Bill Gyrus Vlogy. Yeah. Hey, Bills, I just retweeted today. Bills made Pete Genovese of NJ.com top 50 meals he had in 2019. Bills, chicken, souvlaki, I think it was. It is good. It was on there. So that's all you need to know. (laughs) Bills is good. Bills is good. Dukakis is good. (laughs) I like Dukakis. What's the other one? I like Songus. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Not an endorsement, just a quote. Amazing. I think both of those people are dead. Yeah, I don't think that you need to worry about people <laughs> putting in their ballot for the wrong person in the upcoming election. Steve Irwin told me to write in Paul Songus. Yes, Michael Dukakis. Sir, this is a Wendy's. <laughs> Amazing. We'll talk to you guys uh, next week. Still alive, Mike Dukakis. Can't believe it. How are we not constantly hearing from legendary patriot and placeholder on the sign of Bill's hero Suvlaki, Mike Dukakis?